This, this is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Burr, it is frigid across most of America. It's actually a little bit on the chilly side here down in the Cigar City. This morning was 47 degrees, but the sun was shining. And wherever you are, light a fire, get an ample supply of libations that will keep you warm, bourbon, whiskey, tequila, coffee, the libation of your choice. Make sure you have your cigars, and on this Valentine's Day, make sure you have your harem. Whether it's a harem of one or a harem of 32, such as yours truly, make sure they keep you nice and warm. There's, I always say there's nothing like the sight of a gorgeous harem wearing full-length fur coats with nothing underneath. Long-ass greetings and salutations, a long-ass snappy salute, semper delictatio, always pleasure. Happy Valentine's Day to all, and later on in this edition of the Cigar Dave Show, we will replay an interview we had with Laura Korn, the author of 101 Nights of Great Romance, 101 Nights of Great Sex, the 101 Nights series. Laura could not uh, be with us this week, but... It was so good last year, we said we were going to replay it. I listened to it this week, and I said, I've got to replay it because Laura is the best. There is no replacement for her. So we'll give you some tips on getting the most bang for the least amount of buck on this Valentine's Day. And she also has a very, very poignant line, a phrase that you should always remember, and we will have that in the last half hour of today's edition of the Cigar Dave Show. If you care to join us, Nationwide Cigar and Pleasure Friendly Hotlines are now open at 877-DAVE-007, 877-328-3007. Email address CigarDave at CigarDave.com. By all means, follow me at Twitter at Cigar Dave Show. Facebook is Cigar Dave. You can get us 365, 24-7. Make sure you never miss a lick of what I have to say. From NBC News, this is America's Alpha Anchorman, the General Cigar Dave. Brian Williams, gone. Bye-bye. Fired. Sayonara. Now, officially, NBC is saying that he's on six-month suspension. Here's what's going to happen, lieutenants. Come August 10th of 2015, six months from the time the suspension was announced, he will be magically faded away he will dis he's already disappeared they've scrubbed him off twitter and off facebook and off the nbc website the branding of nbc nightly news does not even have brian williams name and what will happen is in six months nbc will very quietly go to brian williams and say 
You have no credibility. You've lost your credibility because of all these exaggerations. So therefore, it does not make sense for you to come back. We have survived. So what they will do is negotiate a very quiet separation agreement. So because he's, I'm sure, has got some sort of morals clause in his contract, they will come up with some figure, whether it's a year of salary or whatever the case may be, and he will disappear and fade away. What I predict, because clearly Brian Williams, as we have now discovered, has an entertainment element to him where he is a frustrated entertainer. When Jay Leno, five years ago, was uh, going to leave The Tonight Show, it came out that Brian Williams was lobbying hard to get the replacement show. Of course, the NBC executive said, not going to happen. But I believe there's somewhere along the line, somebody will offer him. They always do. There's dumb television executives all over the planet, especially here in this country. I will guarantee somebody will offer him a deal to do a daytime talk show uh, or who knows, maybe even a nighttime Larry King type interview show. Who knows? But he will resurface. However, he has zero credibility, especially when it comes to reporting the news. And now it comes out that Tom Brokaw, NBC News, I, I have problems saying the L words. The L, anything with an L just gets very difficult for me to pr pronounce. Tom Brokaw, for the last year, has been warning Brian Williams and NBC Brass about his exaggerations, his blatant lies about what happened in Iraq. And apparently it was well known across NBC News that Brian Williams has had a slight exaggeration issue. And somebody that we lost this week who did not exaggerate, who is one of the finest reporters without any question, Bob Simon. What a tragic accident. Here's a an international correspondent that's been in Vietnam, been in all the hostilities in the Middle East, in Israel, in Iraq, in, in Syria, in Kuwait, you name it, he's been there. Extremely experienced. And here he's going to a dinner or driving somewhere in a, in a livery car, one of those Lincoln Town cars that you see predominantly in New York and L.A. and Washington, Chicago, big cities. A car service. I've traveled in many car services, many in many cities. But there's one thing that I always do whenever I get into a cab or I get into a car service, and that is I put my seatbelt on. And for some reason, when people get into a cab, they say, well, we're only going a half mile or two miles or whatever. It's not even worth it to put it on. And actually, in New York State, it's a law you must wear a seatbelt. However, cabs and livery vehicles are the exemption, which makes no sense to me. I get on one hand, people get in and out very quickly. But if you see the way some of these cab drivers drive in New York and other cities, you can be sure that I'm going to wear my seatbelt. Bob Simon, traveling on the West Side Highway, his driver, they don't know if he had a heart attack. They, don't, they said he was driving a little erratically, high rate of speed, plows into another car. And then the car that Bob Simon is in ends up careening into uh, a metal guardrail head-on. And Bob Simon is dead. 73, car accident. How odd is that? Travels the world, hostile war zone, was taken hostage for a month and a half, two months. And then here he is in New York. The friendly confines of the United States. And he is killed in a car accident. He was not wearing his seatbelt. The driver of both cars, 
the driver of, of uh, Bob Simon's car, the driver of the car that was hit, both survived, both wearing their seatbelt. Perhaps Bob Simon would have survived as well if he had his seatbelt on. So it really is a shame. But here's one thing that I found of interest. Rashad Abdul Fadahi, 44 years, uh, 44 years of age of Queens, New York, who was the driver of that livery vehicle, has had his license suspended nine times. Nine times. Now, I'd look at that and say there's probably, not probably, there is a problem. Nine times. Guy should not have been behind the wheel. Now, they don't know whether he was having a heart attack. They don't know. However, all I need to do is say nine times he's had his license suspended. There's a problem. Houston, we have a problem. So, sadly, one of the, uh, this week, we saw a dichotomy of events for two different men in the television news business. Ryan Williams, affable gentleman, but clearly a phony, with now very little integrity to be able to read the news, very little authority after his exaggerations and his blatant lying. And then we have Bob Simon, a reporter with international credentials, impeccable credibility, a reporter that other reporters at the networks all wanted to emulate because of his exceptional storytelling abilities, uh, has left. Both men left. One has left his network. The other has left the earth permanently. And frankly, I think the Bob, Bob Simon is a big loss. There's no question about it because you don't make up that experience. And I never knew he was 73. He looks uh, fantastic. Who knew? Brian Williams, they're not going to miss a beat. And the fact of the matter is, when you look at today's people that are that are the anchor people, they don't have the gravitas that a Walter Cronkite, that a John Chancellor, that uh, even a Tom Brokaw had, or a Peter Jennings. They don't have that same gravitas. They don't have that look. And clearly, with Brian Williams, there's a guy that that totally tanked his career, makes absolutely zero sense. So. Brian Williams, adios. Bob Simon, rest in peace. Not sure what libation to pair with your cigar? Now at CigarDave.com, you can see what your five-star general pairs together each week for the show. Walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper. The Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit RoyalGoldCigars.com. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. 
As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. The sword, a symbol of strength, honor, and prestige. The sword, the symbol of Monte Cristo. Introducing the new Espada by Monte Cristo, inspired by the superior craftsmanship of legendary sword makers, celebrating a unique collaboration between premium cigar authorities, blended by the Monte Cristo's talented Grupo de Maestros, crafted by the renowned Placencia family with vintage-aged tobaccos. The first Monte Cristo made with 100% Nicaraguan tobacco. Rich, majestic, complex. The Espada by Monte Cristo, a cigar of pure taste and true elegance. Try an Espada by Monte Cristo at your local tobacconist today. And visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Fifty Shades of Grey. Isn't that Brian Williams' recollection of every story he's covered? Don't worry. Cigar Dave never conflates the news. No, I just tell it straight up like it is. Speaking of news, Judge Ruth Ginsburg made some news during the State of the Union Address couple of weeks ago in Washington. Joint session of Congress, President Barack Obama making his annual socialist state of the union. Now, if you've listened to it, it's bad enough being at home where he goes on for an hour and just goes on and on and social program after social program and we need to make more investments, meaning more taxes, blah, 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 blah. Same thing every year. In fact, I would say that We are now in a time where perhaps the president, instead of going to a joint session of Congress, should just tweet out maybe a two-minute State of the Union so that everybody can see it. Two minutes, very simple, doesn't drag on, doesn't get boring, just down and dirty, light, bright, and tight. So Judge Ginsburg, if you saw pictures of all the judges, there are about six judges in attendance, and they all have to maintain a very stoic face. They don't cheer. They don't get up. They don't applaud. They have to be impartial. Well, there was a uh, a clear video and pictures that made the rounds of Judge Ginsburg nodding off, falling asleep, 
Well, now we know why. At George Washington University on Thursday evening, she spoke about the State of the Union, a little bit of the razzing that she was getting, and she was asked directly about nodding off. You went to the State of the Union this year, and <clears throat> you fell asleep. <laughs> As I often do. Serve you. <laughs> <laughs> and it... Serve you right, I say. <laughs> Serves you right for going. That is the voice of Judge Antonin Scalia, who clearly is not a big fan of uh, of socialist Barack Obama. And they had some fun with that. But she answers the question, why she nodded off. The audience, for the most part, is awake because they're bobbing up and down all the time. <laughs> and we sit there stone-faced, the sober judges, but we're not, at least I wasn't. A hundred percent sober because before we went to the State of the Union, <laughs> um, we had we had dinner together, and I vowed this year just sparkling water, stay away from the wine. But in the end, the dinner was so delicious it needed wine to accompany. <laughs> so, oh. so, I, so I got a call when I came home from one of my granddaughters, and she said, "Bubby, you were sleeping at the State of the Union." <laughs> She was sleeping at the State of the Union because she was a little schnookered. She had a little bit too much of the fine libation from California that Justice Anthony Kennedy had brought in. And she said it was an opus something or other, very fine California wine that the justice brought in. And I vowed this year, just sparkling water, stay away from the wine. But in the end, the dinner was so delicious, it needed wine to accompany it, to accompany it. Now, she said it was Opus something. Let me tell you exactly what it was. It was Opus 1. Opus 1, a very well-known winery, a well-known wine that was founded in 1978. It was a collaboration, or is a collaboration, between... The Baron Philip de Rothschild of Chateau Mouton Rothschild and the Mondavi family, Robert Mondavi, to create a single Bordeaux-style blend based upon the Napa Valley Cabernet Sauvignon. I have been to the Opus One Winery. It's on State Route 29, uh, right across from the Robert Mondavi Winery. It was uh, founded in 1978, but the really the wine started to. Started to be manufactured uh, starting in the uh, 80s, early 80s, mid-80s. The winery is magnificent. It is now owned by Constellation Brands. It was bought by Constellation Brands uh, of Canandaigua, New York. And what is interesting about the Opus One, first of all, the, the winery is magnificent. When you go in and you see it, it is off the charts. It is an expensive wine. This is not a wine that you drink on a unless you are a billionaire, you don't drink this on a daily basis because you're talking right now. Let's say for the 2011 bottle of Opus One, roughly about two hundred and fifty dollars. If you want the 2009, which is a great vintage bottle of Opus One, seven hundred and fifty bucks. It is not an inexpensive wine. Very very expensive wine. Very nice taste. Do I think it's worth two fifty to seven fifty? Well, it's a very good wine. Clearly, Justice Kennedy's got outstanding taste. 
because he didn't have a problem spending two three hundred dollars uh, for his fellow justices on the wine. But it is a very nice, rich, uh, nice bold wine. It is very grand in flavor. It is expensive. You'll find it in restaurants. The finer restaurants will have it, but you're going to pay four, five, six hundred dollars a bottle. There is a a big markup, and they only produce twenty five thousand cases per year. And it is a, com- a combination between Cabernet Sauvignon, Cabernet Franc, Merlot, Malbec, and Petit Verdot. In fact, when you go to the Opus One Winery, it is by appointment only. You can't just walk in like other wineries. It is by appointment. And I used a service when I was in Napa a few years ago. There is actually a, a wonderful service where they take the car that you have. I rented a car. And they provide the driver, and she knew the ins and outs of Napa. She got us into places that never in a million years would I have even thought about, including a very unique winery called Patland Estates, which is sits about 1,500 feet uh, in elevation overlooking the Napa Valley. And, in fact, I'll tweet out a couple of pictures of uh, what it looked like. I put a set of glass down of their Patland wine and what it looked like. There's a beautiful... Tuscan type of uh, home. There's a pool. We sat outside, tasted the various wines. It was a private tasting. It was excellent. But the Opus One is an outstanding wine. The 2000 Vintage, uh, excellent. You buy it today. You let it sit for probably a year or so. It is aged 18 months in new French oak. A lot of big red fruits. Just uh, some big tannins. It's a very nice wine. If you want to spend two, three hundred bucks, get a fine cigar, have a great meal, get a bottle of Opus One. Again, only 25,000 cases, and go to town. So Judge Anthony Kennedy provides the wine, the Opus One, in which Judge Ginsburg imbibed, imbued, or imbibed, got a little bit on the schnookered side, and fell asleep. And you know what? She probably enjoyed the speech better than everyone else because she was asleep and didn't have to listen to it. Litation and libation is next. The February selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club is CAO Columbia by CAO Cigars. CAO Columbia uses tobacco that is derived from a Cuban seed first grown in Colombia in 1820. It's a captivating tobacco that burns beautifully and smokes effortlessly. It's easy to join the Officers Club. Get all the details at CigarDave.com. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. 
to Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. With an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy, it's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. Well, I'm pairing up my cigar and my libation. They are going to be complimentary. In fact, every time you light up a cigar and you choose a libation, they should be complimentary. Today I am going to pull out a very rich, hearty, full-flavored cigar at a very big size. I have pulled out... A cigar that has been aging for the last year and a half since it was given to me by Jose Oliva of Oliva Cigar at the 2013 International Premium Cigar Retailers Convention. He actually gave me a bundle. It was the last day. They were cleaning things up, and he said, General, come here a minute. you got to take these home. Gave me a bundle of Oliva Serie V Double Toros. These are their Gordo size. They're Magnum, six inches in length. A 60 ring gauge. This cigar, really, all the cigars that Oliva makes are excellent. But the Siri V was really a groundbreaking cigar for the Oliva Cigar Company. It is known as their Lajero Especial because it has a tremendous amount of Lajero, the most flavorful and heartiest part of the tobacco leaf. of the tobacco plant. It's a beautiful-looking cigar, rich, oily, Habano sun-grown wrapper, just glistens with the oils. It uses a beautiful blend of aged Nicaraguan Lajero from the Jalapa Valley in Nicaragua. It's full-bodied, it is full-flavored, but it is very smooth, it is not harsh. It is a tremendous cigar, comes in eight different sizes, Suggested retail for the Siri V, Oliva Siri V, Double Toro, 6x60, in the $8.5, $9 area. A magnificent cigar, and that's what I will enjoy today. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. All right, I've got my self-sharpening double-edged stainless steel guillotine ready to go now. I need a double-edged guillotine that can handle a 60 ring gauge. And this guillotine can certainly do that. There have been many guillotines that were produced 
prior to, say, the last five, ten years, maximum ring gauge you could get was probably about a 52, 54, but that has since changed with the the popularity and introduction of the larger ring gauge size cigars, the 54, 60, 62 ring gauge size sticks. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. All right, I have got my Cigar Dave's signature lock-and-load prototype. Has three jet flames all flying out. Nice big tank. Nice uh, solid feel in the hand. Almost feels like uh, I'm holding a giant piece of titanium. Just a nice-looking uh, lighter. Again, from the R&D laboratories. Don't even know if we'll come out with this. This was made just for me, which I will use today. Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. All right, here comes the cut. Perfect cut right off the bat. I will now gently toast the foot of this cigar. And I will toast the wrapper first. I want to take my time on this. This is a 60 ring gauge size cigar. That is 60 60 fourths of an inch in diameter. So let's just round it up and call it an inch because four sixty fourths of an inch for government work, close enough. It's a big cigar. I want to get that wrapper burning first. So now I'm going to just rotate that cigar, starting to smell the beautiful aromas coming off of this wrapper. All right, I've got the wrapper now lit. Now I'm going to toast the foot of this cigar, taking my time. Again, we've got an inch full of binder and filler leaves, so we don't want to be in any rush. Just listen to that flame, those three flames just flying out. Beautiful. Outstanding. I can see the orange-amber glow as the heat from my Cigar Dave Signature prototype is causing combustion. I will now gently puff and rotate, keeping the flame out of the foot of the cigar, letting the heat do the work. Mmm, nice draw. A lot of leaves here. Mmm. Great draw, great taste. Mmm. Gently blow on the foot of the cigar. I'm going to give it one more shot here of heat. And there we go. Gently blow on the foot of the cigar. I have an even amber glow. That means my cigar is properly lit. I will take several puffs here as I enjoy the aromas that wafts around me. A few more puffs. Oh, this is good. I will tell you that the aroma, the the taste of this Oliva Siri V is gently caressing my taste buds and my entire palate with just beautiful notes. Mm. Great draw. And I should say that Jose Oliva, three brothers that operate Oliva Cigar, Jose, who primarily runs the business end of things here in Miami in the U.S., there's Gilberto and Carlos, both great guys, all three great guys. Gilberto and Carlos oversee the production at the factory, at the farms down in Nicaragua. And Jose, actually, in addition to his duties as president of Oliva Cigar, is the speaker-elect, not this year, but in another year, year or two. Let's see, wait a minute, another two years he will be the speaker 
if the Republicans maintain control of the Florida House of Representatives. And when you go up to visit, because I go up to Tallahassee on a regular basis, because I'm involved with the Florida Association of Broadcasters, Jose lives with about three other representatives in a uh, beautiful house. Nice, It's like a fraternity house. It's about maybe a couple hundred yards from the governor's mansion. And every night during session, from Mar- uh, March, April, May, every night, there's dominoes played on the porch. There are cigars from Oliva at your beck and call. And a huge bar with plenty of libations to accompany the great cigars and the great camaraderie. And here's what's interesting. There are Democrats... There are Republicans, there are liberals, there are conservatives, there are men, there are women. Everyone is there having a good time. They may disagree during the day on various policies, but at night, everybody's having a great time, bonding over great cigars, libations. And it's a very different atmosphere than Washington. And in fact, a number of representatives I know that are in Congress now who served in the Florida legislature said it is a totally different atmosphere. In Florida, Democrats, Republicans, yes, they they argue on the floor, but it's far more congenial. At the end of the day, they're socializing, they're dining, they're getting a lot of things done. Whereas in Washington, it is a stark difference. There is no cross-socializing very, very different indeed. I think the only one who probably was kind of a little bit on the bitchy side when she was in Tallahassee was probably Debbie Brillopad Schultz. She actually served in the House of Representatives, and she probably is as little liked there as she is li- as least liked in Congress now. Oh, and by the way, even Obama can't stand her. Only one that probably didn't get along with anyone in Tallahassee and certainly now in Washington. All right, I have my Oliva Siri V-Lit. It's ready to go, but I do need an accoutrement. Scotch, bourbon, and beer. Commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. Well, last week or the week before, I received a tweet from one of our lieutenants saying, General, why don't you feature coffee as a libation? Why don't you do a show on coffee? And we've done a show on coffee. I did an entire show on various coffees and beans, and we're going to do another one. And I got to thinking, what do I always enjoy in the morning before I get to Command Center Alpha Humidor 1A? And that is a cup of freshly ground and brewed coffee. So, without any further delay, my libation today is a libation... That has its roots in Miami as well, as well as Latin America. A lot of similarities to cigars. I've chosen coffee, but not just any coffee. I have chosen Cafe Bustelo, made down in Miami, ground in Miami. Great history of Cafe Bustelo. It started when Gregorio Bustelo, a young man from Galicia, Spain, arrived in Cuba. He fell in love with the coffee on the island. He got a job as a coffee roaster after a few months, got married, and who also shared his passion for coffee. They decided to travel to Puerto Rico, where Gregorio continued to work in the coffee industry. It was right around that time that the United States Congress passed the Jones-Shafroth Act, granting people of Puerto Rico U.S. citizenship. So he went, sought a new life in New York City, 
And then he ended up uh, roasting coffee in New York. Now they are based in Miami. And Cafe Bustello comes in a number of different varieties. They have got their Supreme by Bustello, which is a nice premium ground espresso-style coffee. They've got their regular Cafe Espresso, which is their, they call it their Espresso Molido, a nice dark espresso coffee and that's exactly what i have and it also comes in decaf so i use the decaf version i know people are saying general why do you drink coffee if you are drinking without the caffeine because i enjoy the flavor the taste the aroma i love the aroma of that fresh coffee in the morning and i certainly enjoy the taste so i have made we have ground miscate ground some fresh cafe bustello beans and in fact we are tweeting out a picture of the can that it comes in. We have just brewed it, and I have poured a beautiful hot glass, a hot cup of Cafe Bustello espresso coffee in my Buffalo Bills mug. And in fact, I have got a picture that I will tweet out in the next few minutes of my Oliva Serie V resting comfortably against my Buffalo Bills mug containing this beautiful dark Cafe Bustello. Now, when I do the Cafe Bustello, my preference, if I'm tight on time, I will use a Korig coffee maker. But I buy the pods, the little plastic, you can buy them at Walgreens or CVS. They're the little containers that you can fill with your own coffee because I just find that I like a heartier flavor. And what I also find, though, is a Korig is great for speed, but it does not make a great cup of coffee. Let's not deceive ourselves here. Korig is good for one and only one thing. It's convenient. It's not messy. It's great for a single-use serving. Is the coffee great? I tell you absolutely not. I think the coffee, at best, is marginal. It's very watery. It doesn't have that nice ground flavor what my preference is, I don't use a French press. I don't call it a French press. I call it a formal press because I don't want to give the French credit for anything. Not even the French kiss or the French fry. I use a formal press and I take the Cafe Bustello beans and I, I grind it. I get it ground so it's a very coarse ground. And the reason is if it's too fine, when you go to press the plunger down in the formal press, the French press, there's a filter on the plunger. You, If it is too fine, some of the coffee grounds can get through there so that it, when you pour it into your cup, you end up tasting some of the coffee grounds. Not ideal. And for those of you that don't know what a French press is or a formal press, it is a cylinder, and you pour hot water into the container. You then mix the coffee. So what I do normally is for, I've got a formal press that will make usually two 10-ounce cups, and I'll probably put about, I like a heartier taste, so I'll put four heaping tablespoons. And what you do is you just put the coffee in and you just stir it and you mix. And then you put the top of the formal press back on. You don't plunge it down. You wait about three, four minutes for the coffee to steep. And then you press the plunger down, and what is the result is that the liquid comes to the top, the coffee, whereas the coffee grounds get pushed to the bottom of the French press, the formal press, and then you pour. It is a very elegant, very refined way to make a cup of coffee, and it is an exceptional cup of coffee, far better than a Korig coffee maker. Love the French press, love the formal press. That is my preference. And for those of you that are saying, wait a minute, General, hold on a second. You're stirring the coffee in like Nescafe? My my grandparents used to, used to 
make Nescafe, that instant coffee where you mix it in and it dissolves, not for me. Uh, and by the way, Nescafe is a huge seller worldwide. I, however, cannot consume coffee where you mix it in and it just dissolves, like freeze-dried. Not my thing. It is not the same as Nescafe. You may think, okay, I'm going to stir the coffee in, and then you just pour it. No. What you're doing is you're stirring the coffee with the hot water. It is steeping, just like a tea bag, and then the plunger pushes down all the grounds, the coffee grounds, leaving you with a wonderful liquid of great hot coffee with a nice, deep, dark taste. Very bold, very rich. You can do that. You can use any beans you want. I like the Cafe Bustelo because they are extra hearty. And they also make another one called Pion down in Miami. And they're right by the airport. You can pass them uh, if you're just heading towards towards uh, just south of the airport. I'm trying to remember what the street is. As you go towards Doral, you can't miss them. They've got a big warehouse right down the south end of the airport. And that's where they make their coffee. They ground it. They distribute it. So Cafe Bustelo, I'm going to take a sip. Mmm. Ah, beautiful. Take a puff of my Oliva Siri V. And I would say, hmm, I have successfully conducted the National Cigar Litation and Libation Ceremony. When we come back, lieutenants, we'll go to the phones, 877-DAVE-007. And the language police are after us once again. If you miss a part of the show, you can download the podcast to listen anytime. Go to iTunes and search Cigar Dave or log on to CigarDave.com. In this difficult and challenging time when the government is trying to outlaw premium cigars and take away the art form of enjoying a beautiful cigar, we decided to introduce our brand called Prohibition. This cigar is gonna be the bootlegger's dream. A gorgeous cigar made in Esteli, Nicaragua, triple cap, using a broadleaf wrapper and a Mexican wrapper from the San Andreas Valley. It's got Nicaraguan tobaccos from the Nicaraguan valleys of Esteli and Jalapa. It's rich, it's complex, it's got some spice, some white pepper, and a ton of sweetness. Full of flavor, this cigar is one that you're going to want to enjoy, and you're going to bootleg. And that's why it's called Prohibition. Enjoy it. I promise you're going to love it. I've traveled around the world, played poker with sharks, and chased the thrill of first love. But no experience matches the new 1875 Romeo y Julieta. Crafted in Honduras with specially aged vintage tobaccos, rich, Bold, spicy, notes of hickory and dark chocolate. Available exclusively to local tobacconists. 1875 Romeo y Julieta. The next chapter in your favorite love story. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club.
America's alpha male with Nads of Steel, the General Cigar, Cigar Dave. Dave. 877-DAVE-007-877-328-3007. Front and center, command center alpha later on at uh, the bottom of the next hour. Hour two of the Cigar Dave Show will be joined by Laura Korn, noted author of the 101 Nights series, 101 Nights of Great Romance, 101 Nights of Great Sex, 101 Nights with the Five Star General, just great series of books. She's got a mobile app now. We will be joined by her at the bottom of the next hour to talk about getting the most, the biggest bang for your Valentine's Day buck. How to spend the most, or correction, how to spend the least and get the most. And she has a very poignant line that she will share, a little secret that all alphas must remember when they are pursuing dames. It is a very short phrase, but it could make a huge difference in your success ratio. Let's say hello to uh, Bill in South Bend, Indiana, home of the Fighting Irish. Greetings. Long asses to you, General. Back at you now. Are you a Notre Dame fan? Um, yes, I am. Uh, in fact, Notre Dame's probably about a half mile from my uh, home right now. Okay, Bill, I won't hold that against you. <laughs> being well, that I'm a, being that I'm a Syracuse fan, and uh, they both compete in the ACC now and in the Big East before I, that. I actually am a photographer for Notre Dame, and I was at that last game. So it was an interesting – you got a great team, though. I do love Syracuse. Well, yeah, we're, we're having a tough year this year, and we're going to be uh, – got to see what happens with some of the NCAA violations. I'm not very happy about that. Bayheim should know better. But we'll see what happens. Hopefully they'll load up in the future. Although I do remember, Bill, if I – just for one second, that when the Bills – correction, not the Bills, the, the Syracuse Orangemen, they played in Notre Dame – Got to be about four or five years ago. They had a terrible team. Uh, Greg Robinson was the head coach. How? And I thought for sure it was going to be Notre Dame, one hundred and fifty to nothing. Syracuse won that game in Notre Dame. Could not believe it. I think everybody in 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 the nation was stunned. Oh, I remember that year. It wasn't a great year for Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bill. Well, first, I got to commend you on your uh, drink. I'm enjoying a fine. Uh, Costa Rican shade-grown coffee I just ground and put in my press with a uh, wonderful burger and a Granti uh, Robusto cigar. Very so nice. Life is good here, even though it's about three below zero. That sure is cold everywhere, even here in the Cigar City. And, and, you know, the one thing I will say is that coffee, when you look at cigars and coffee, the similarities are incredible. Where do where does cigar tobacco primarily grow? Central America, South America, Cuba, Puerto Rico, where are coffee beans primarily grown? In the same regions. And, in fact, many of the same countries that produce great cigar tobacco produce great coffee beans. And so there are great similarities. And Costa Rica makes great coffee. A little gem people don't realize. Everybody thinks Brazil or Colombia for coffee. Honduras grows an excellent, excellent coffee bean. And their coffee is outstanding. Puerto Rico. I've been down to Puerto Rico. Now, their coffee is very, very full-flavored, very almost a little bit uh, too bitter for me. But it's incredible. Just like cigars are blended, same thing with coffee. You can get multi-country blends. So you like Costa Rica? There are great options out there. And especially on a cold day like today, a perfect combination. I think cigars and coffee, perfect. In fact, the second largest beverage 
behind water in the country or in the world is coffee. Coffee, second largest beverage consumed behind water. Well, I answered up a little with just a little shot of Telemore Dew in there, so it's uh, it's very good. Bill, I see absolutely nothing wrong with a little bit of Telemore Dew. And speaking of St. Patty's Day, you know, we're not far away from uh, from March. March 17th, we'll be joined once again by Sommelier Dave. We'll do our annual St. Patty's Day uh, tastings, and we'll be, I can guarantee you, we'll have Telemore Dew on the show tasting uh, that great Irish whiskey as well. Well, sounds like we're getting up. I just wanted to talk about uh, Hillary Clinton. Okay, tell you what I want to do, Bill. We're tight on time. I'm going to hold you over to the next hour because we ended up getting on a tangent and it was my fault. So I want to make sure I give you ample time. So if you stand by, wait to the next hour, we will get to you. And if you join us at 877-DAVE-007, we will get to all of you as well. Hour number one of the Cigar Dave Show is now in history. However, I will continue enjoying my Oliva Serie V. Beautiful, Gordo-sized cigar, 6x60. I'll enjoy my Cafe Bustelo fresh ground and freshly brewed coffee in my Buffalo Bills mug which I have tweeted out I will take a short time out and on when we come back we will go to the phones and we will tell you about the language police and some other cigar news as we continue this is CCRN the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Just saw a picture from Lieutenant Gary in the Western New York Theater of Operations where it is cold, it is snowy, and he says, best course of action for the day, stay home, fire up a cigar, pour a libation, and listen to the Cigar Dave Show. Well said, well stated, Lieutenant Gary. Stay in the igloo today, because for many of you in the upper Midwest, the Midwest, the Northeast, the Mid-Atlantic, it is frigid. The Arctic vortex has roared back for a second straight winter. Look, it's even cold here in the Cigar City. In fact, let me take a look right now and see what our temperature is outside Command Center Alpha. That's 55 degrees. Actually, 55 degrees and sunny with no snow is fine with me. Welcome back. Hour number two of this Valentine's Day edition of the Cigar Dave Show. Happy Valentine's Day to all, to my harem, to Cigar Mother, to Cigar Sister, uh, to all of your dames, your mistresses, your wives, whatever the case may be. Laura Korn, noted author. And longtime friend here of the Cigar Dave Show. She has written numerous books in the 101 Nights series called 101 Nights of Great Romance, 101 Nights of Great Sex, 
101 nights of fabulous evenings with your harem. You name it. She's written, if it's 101 nights, that's exactly what uh, what it's got. And in fact, I'm looking right now at her new revised website called 101nights.com. That's 101nights.com. And they also have a new 101 nights, or she has a new app. Now, Laura could not join us last week or this week because of uh, some extenuating circumstances. However, the interview that we conducted with her last year was so good that we decided that we would replay it because there are some very important nuggets that you need to be aware of. And there's one nugget in particular that I guarantee will be worth the cost of admission that will give you tremendous guidance when it deals with uh, or dealing with uh, with dames, especially if you are trying to make some headway into adding that dame to your harem, whether it's your harem of one, your harem of 10, your harem of 32, or your harem of 100. So Laura Korn will be joining us at the bottom of the hour. Before I get into a couple of items, a couple of one cigar related, another Cuba related, another language police related. Let us go back to the phones and say uh, hello to Bill in Indiana. Bill, I did want to give you plenty of time because you wanted to say something about Hillary Clinton. Yes, General. Well, you see Brian Williams lies and people come out in the media, they say it was wrong, he gets suspended, and he'll probably never be back on TV. But if my memory serves me correctly, didn't Hillary Clinton talk about getting off a plane somewhere in the Middle East and that there was a sniper shooting at her and that they had to run for cover. And didn't that turn out to be a lie? Yes. As a matter of fact, it was. And there will be, I am sure, that will be brought up. That will be used in campaign advertising against her. But you have to remember one thing, that because it's Hillary Clinton and she is now the anointed one, unless Elizabeth Warren, the ultra-socialist, decides to run, then everybody in their power will do anything to prop her up and to disregard anything that may have happened. Benghazi doesn't make a difference. Our relationship with Russia with that stupid reset button doesn't make a difference. Lying about being shot at doesn't make a difference. Why? Because to them, the ends justify the means. As long as Hillary gets in, that's all they care about. It's that simple. So they are more than happy to conduct revisionist history. Now, Brian Williams? Is that not a a prerequisite, then, for running for office is you uh, basically have to lie? No, I don't believe that that is the case. However, you have to realize that today, especially the, the Democrats, they will do anything to advance their position. They will do anything to advance their cause. And they're the first ones... When somebody else, when a Republican, something happens, they jump up and down and they get into hissy fits. But when it happens to them, they whitewash it, they cover it up, doesn't count. Now look at what's going on in the state of Oregon. You have the governor who just resigned because his fiance, much younger, by the way, good for him. He's nothing to look at, but he scored a much younger dame. She was using his office and his connections to secure government contracts. Now, he had been in. Here's the problem. He's serving his fourth term. Apparently, there are no term limits in the state of Oregon. In the state of Florida, we have term limits, two terms for a governor, eight years. In New York State, the crumbling empire state of New York, they don't have term limits for governor. They don't have term limits for the Speaker of the House or the President of the Senate. 
We do here in Florida, and that's why government is more efficient and works far better here. Because when you power corrupts, after a certain amount of time, absolutely it corrupts. And so you have to remember that when it comes to the Democrats, they do a masterful job of being crybabies. They jump up and down. They get into hissy fits. They, they, they have little tantrums. But if something happens to one of their own, oh, they huddle and they protect them like a mama bear to make sure that nobody attacks their precious candidate-to-be, their presumptive candidate in 2016. Bill, I appreciate you joining us. Here's what I would like to do. I would like to send you out our January Officers Club selection of the Kentucky Fire Cured Cigar by Drew Estate. It is a very, very unique cigar that uses Kentucky or fire-cured tobacco from uh, Kentucky as well as Virginia. Beautiful cigar. Got a very unique taste, a, a, a nice hearty taste to it. We will send that out to you, and I know that you will enjoy it. The response that we have gotten from our Officers Club members about the Kentucky fire-cured cigar has been over the top. And those of you that are members of our Officers Club, next week we will be shipping out the February selection, which is the CAO Colombia, launched last summer at the Cigar Retailers Convention. This is a magnificent stick, very mild, mild to medium in taste, very smooth, uses some Colombian tobacco called Ica Mazinga, a Cuban seed grown in Colombia. That general cigar and Rick Rodriguez of CAO was able to find a Hamastron Honduran wrapper, Cameroon binder, Colombian, and Brazilian fillers. It is a most unique cigar. When I taste first, when when Rick handed me one before it was even released, he said, "This is our new CAO Colombia general. You got to try it." I thought it was going to be super full, super harsh. No. Very, very pleasant. Mild to medium. Nice notes of uh, some nuttiness. Just very, very smooth. Great blend by Rick Rodriguez and everybody at CAO. And again, the the Cuban seeds that it uses to grow the Colombian tobacco were initially grown in the 1820s called Ica Mazinga. And very interesting history about that tobacco. But a beautiful-looking cigar, a wonderful-tasting cigar. And those of you that are members of our Officers Club, you will be receiving that late next week. And we will enjoy that probably next Saturday here on the Cigar Dave Show for the Litation Ceremony. If you are not a member of the Officers Club, do not delay. Go to CigarDave.com right now. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. And we always surprise you with great uh, great cigars, great blends. That Kentucky Fire Cured Cigar, just a phenomenal stick. We've had other great cigars. We have the Rocky Patel Prohibition. So sign up right now. You will very much enjoy getting those cigars every month in the nice, specially designed Cigar Dave Officers Club pouches. The Cigar Dave Officers Club ensures you have premium cigars each month. Picked by the general himself. Sign up today at CigarDave.com.
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium Diamond Crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now either to the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store, Search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime, any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. Now, a conversation with Rocky Patel about the vintages. The vintages. I sought out to find some of the oldest, rarest wrappers in the world. The 1990, 92, and 99 vintages are very special. You got three different wrappers on three great cigars. The 90 is a 12-year-old broadleaf wrapper. The 92 is a 10-year-old Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. And the 1999 is a gorgeous, golden, 7-year-old Connecticut wrapper. Three beautiful, mild to medium-bodied cigars. Tons of flavor, yet elegant and well-balanced. Great fermentation on tobacco. You're going to love it. The beauty about the vintages is that they draw great, they burn perfectly, and you can smoke them down to the last inch. You can't go wrong with any vintage. Every cigar, from the beginner to the aficionado, great masterpieces for your humidor. I hope you love it. I'm Rocky Patel, and I promise you nobody works harder to make a better cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Foremost authority on cigars, spirits, diversions, and the good life. The General Cigar Dave. This week, the world of cigars lost one of the giants. Longtime cigar veteran Estelo Padron. And if you think the name sounds familiar, well, Estelo was indeed or is was related to, to the Padrones of the Padron Cigar Company. Uh, Jose O. Padron and Estelo Padron uh, were brothers. 
Uh, Estelo Padron passed away on Monday in Coral Gables uh, at the age of 87. And he was best known for being the man behind working with Frank Yaneza uh, uh, of Villazon at the Hatza, the Honduran-American tobacco company in Honduras, overseeing all aspects of tobacco production, blending, bulking, fermentation, worked hand-in-hand with Frank Yaneza. He was also in charge of development and production of the Oya de Monterrey, Excalibur, and Punch brands that Villazon became famous for. Just wonderful cigars and two of the greats, Estelo Padron, Frank Yaneza, worked hand-in-hand for many years. Estelo was born in Cuba in 1927. He expatriated to Spain in 1969 before his brother, Jose uh, Orlando Padron, Jose O. Padron of Padron Cigars, brought Estelo from Spain to Nicaragua uh, to work with them in the Padron family cigar business. He stayed until 1971. Shortly after that, he moved to Honduras. He joined Villazon and oversaw the Hatza factories. And he was a financial partner as well uh, in Villazon when General Cigar purchased Villazon in 1998. Estelo became the general manager of the Hatza Cigar Factory, oversaw everything, and a really big loss. He had been retired for six years, had a short illness, and he was a, uh, as as Jose Padron was quoted this week, Estelo was a great person and dedicated to his craft as well as his family. He was a great family man. That is how we were all brought up. And Estelo always had a great quote. He said, there's only one way to make our cigars, the 19th century way. So Estelo Padron, one of the greats, uh, along with Frank uh, Yaneza and Stanford Newman, may he rest in peace. Lieutenants, I have talked about Cuba over the last number of weeks. Uh, And my feeling was that when you are going to negotiate with ruthless dictators such as the Castros, you don't immediately hand over the keys and roll over and give them everything they want. You dangle... Little little gifts before you you do anything. You, before you give, we get. We're the ones coming from a position of strength. We are the mighty United States. Well, we were before the current occupant of the Oval Office who's tried to weaken us. But we are the mighty United States. Cuba is an island of 11 million people that needs us far more than we need them. Their economy is in tatters. Their system of electrical grid, their cars, everything's from the 1950s. They have not modernized. They don't have, not every Cuban has high-definition TV like every American. It is a very different way of life in Cuba. Now, I would like to see trade between the United States and Cuba opened up. I would like to see people being able to go back and forth. I'd like to see Cuba be the Las Vegas of the Caribbean. However, I would like to see that under a democratically elected government in Cuba, not the barbaric thug dictator Castro's. Now, Obama immediately says we're going to do this, this, and this. We're going to allow Americans to travel. We're going to allow credit card companies to start uh, allowing credit cards to be used in Cuba by Americans. We're going to do this, this, and this. 
And what does Cuba give us? An assurance that they're going to allow people to use the internet more freely? Good luck with that. I got, I got a chuckle this week, and I tweeted about this. Netflix announced that they will now be available, that their service, the Netflix service, will be available in Cuba. That's great. The average Cuban worker makes $20 per month. 20 bucks, And they get their food ration, which isn't much. Netflix costs $8 a month. And there's hardly any internet service in Cuba. And whatever there is, it's censored. So you tell me, aside from Fidel and Raul Castro, who the hell else is going to subscribe to Netflix? The Castros have skimmed billions off the Cuban people over the last 55 years. Who's going to subscribe? How many Cubans making $20 a month are going to be able to afford $8 to be able to watch reruns uh, or, or, or movies or the series Weeds, which I'm watching now, or Breaking Bad, or uh, you name it? Not many. Two I know, Raul and Fidel Castro. And I had to get a chuckle out of how dumb the mainstream media is when the Castro government, the Cuban government, releases a written statement and a picture of Fidel Castro with a long dissertation on what he thinks about Obama's gesture towards Cuba. We've never seen Castro on video. An outside independent reporter hasn't seen him. We don't even know if he's alive. Frankly, I don't believe he is alive. Because I think once people would find out that Fidel Castro, the leader of the supposed revolution, is dead, it's a whole ball, different ball game down in Cuba. So they want to keep the, the mystique that Fidel is still around. I think, personally, Fidel is not around. I think he's done. However, the mainstream media reports Castro came out with a statement. Never asking, prove it. Show it, show it to us. Wheel him out. Let's see him. They never do that. But here's what's really getting me is that we make all these gestures, this supposed negotiation where we roll over and hand them everything, and now Cuba insists in their talks it won't make any major changes to their political system. Raul Castro then comes out and says, U.S. must return Guantanamo Bay for normal relations. He then comes out and says that the United States should pay reparations and damages to Cuba for the embargo over the last 55 years to the tune of trillions and trillions of dollars. So I ask you, what in the hell has Cuba given us in this negotiation? Obama has got to be the worst negotiator I've ever seen. The guy gives away the store before he gets anything. It is really, it's, it's laughable. I can tell you this. If I ever have the chance to negotiate against Obama... I'm going to take it because I know I'm going to get the steal and deal of a lifetime because he's going to roll over like a lame ass and hand over everything before I give anything. I'll just keep saying I want this, 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 this. He'll say, okay, check, 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 check. And then he'll say, well, I want this. And I'll say, can't do it. He goes, okay, fine, no problem. That's exactly what he did with Cuba. Cuba said they would look into opening up the internet. They would look into opening up, they would look into all these things, but now all of a sudden they're taking a hard line against these guys? Who looks like the horse's ass now? 
the Thug Castros or the horse's ass we have sitting in the Oval Office. Do the math. I think it's self-explanatory. Lieutenants, when we come back, Laura Korn will be joining us for this Valentine's Day edition, how to get the biggest bang or the least amount of buck when it comes to Valentine's Day and your dame, your mistress, your wife, your wives, your harem, whatever the case may be. Laura Korn will be joining us around the corner. Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is CAO Columbia from CAO Cigars. CAO Columbia is the first cigar to prominently feature Colombian tobacco. It's a mild to medium-bodied smoke with notes of toasted nuts sprinkled with briny nuances. Not a member of the Officers Club? Sign up today at CigarDave.com. Hey, I need to hit the bank before we get on the road. Is it your bank across town? No, no. It's right here. Uh, that's a tobacconist. Yeah, I need to pick up some annuities and currency. Did you knock your head really hard recently? I'm picking up the Banker by H. Upman. Annuity and currency are two sizes. You know I don't understand all that financial mumbo-jumbo. And the Banker is a new cigar made with rich tobaccos inspired by the original H. Upman that was created in 1844 by the Upman brothers, who were bankers by trade. It was given as unique present for their most important clients, and the prize cigar was stored in a vault under lock and key. The only thing my banker has ever given me was a calendar with pictures of his dog dressed as pinup models. It sounds like you need a new banker. Only if you're talking about the cigar. Purchase the banker by H. Upman at your local tobacconist today and look for ways you can crack the code to the vault of the banker by H. Upman. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. Valentine's Day is upon us. Oh, that must mean knee pads are half off at the local hardware store. This is the Cigar Dave Show. Snookums. Yes, indeed, Snookums. Uh, Great tweet from Premier Kirby. He writes, perfect Valentine's Day idea. Mount this sign outside your pleasure palace for the harem! Exclamation point. And it is a picture of a sign that says... Service entrance. I love that. That's exactly what I should put because that's where I get serviced in the master bedroom at the Pleasure Palace. Actually, here in Command Center Alpha as well. Well, Laura Korn will be joining us here in just a minute. And on this Valentine's Day, lieutenants, we wanted to give you the proper guidance. Laura could not make it 
last week or this week due to some extenuating circumstances. But every time we have Laura on, and we've had her on for about the last, got to be, geez, 15 years around Valentine's Day. Last year's uh, interview was so enjoyable and so entertaining, and she has some great little nuggets that we wanted to share it with you one more time. So on this Valentine's Day, lieutenants, we will do that. Next week, I will get to the story on what is going on at the University of Michigan with the language police. You will not believe what they are doing now to try to limit your speech. It is absurd. So, lieutenants, on this Valentine's Day, we hope that you enjoy it with your harem of one, your harem of 50. And as I said, this is from last year, the great Laura Korn of 101nights.com. Without any further delay, lieutenants, it is time for Big Bang for Little Buck's Valentine's Day Maneuvers. And as I do every time, I have the lovely and bodacious and luscious... Laura Cornon, I absolutely must play the song to get her in the mood, to get her nice and steamy and, and moist. So I, I present Mr. Johnny Mathis to you, Laura. How are you, baby? Oh, my goodness. I'm just, I get so excited just hearing your voice. I know you do. It happens. I do. Do you know how many I'm times I hear that? King. I know. The and, king and, of all media. I'm talking to the alpha male. And I love the, the email that you sent to my producer, and you said, please ask the king of all media and alpha men and the king uh-huh. of all female fantasies what I could do on the show to please him. I would. I do, and I mean it. I know. I, I love you, and I've got a lot of good stuff. I mean, the new edition of 101 Nights of Great Sex just came out. It's climbing the charts. It's so exciting. Wait, wait, wait. Laura, did you say that's climaxing the charts? <laughs> right, I did. Uh, of course, it's horny corny. It's uh-huh. climbing the charts. Yep. And I've got now some celebrities. Gwyneth Paltrow loves it. I mean, it's the hottest sex book I've ever written. It's just, i got to tell you, I, out, I outdid myself. And let me tell you, you've got a lot of, listen, my favorite is always 101 Nights of Great Threesomes. That's always, a, that to me is a great one. And 101 Nights, 101 Nights of Great Sex with Your Harem. That's also good, too. You know what? I would show up for that. You should. I, you should. I would be a part of that. Yes. You, by the way, I'm looking at you on your site. You look lovely as ever, Laura. You get younger every year. It's unbelievable. I know. It's it's. Uh, uh, but anyway, I want to talk about uh, Big Bangs, and, and I want to ask you, what advice do you have for your, your lieutenants this Valentine's Day? Spend what as little women, as possible. What do women want? What do women want? They, I have the perfect formula. I'm going to be giving it in a minute. All right. What do women want from oh, their guys? They want sensitivity, and they want... No. Yes. Oh, they want all that. No, BS. they don't. No, a lot of them they don't. Want you're an right. Alpha, they want, they a, do want an alpha male. to throw them up against the wall. And that's what? true. You're, no, no, you're exactly right. But oh, here's the thing. Oh, my my hair, don't ask questions. That's right. But when they... See, now I have, I have got several <laughs> friends of mine <laughs> that have recently got divorced. Yes. I will not name names. However, a number of them have come to me, and I've got a whole group of them. And they've mm-hmm. said, now, General, you know, women want the nice guy. I take them out. I'm dating this one for like two months. And I'm like, okay, let me ask you a question. Because, and I ask in the Cigar Dave direct way. I don't beat around the bush. I'm like, okay, you've been dating her now, you said, for two months? How many times have you banged her? And he says, well, no, she wants to take it slow. What would she think of me if, if I rushed it? And I said, let me tell you something, my friend. A woman knows in the first 15 seconds whether or not she wants to, is attracted to a man and wants to sleep with a man. That's number one. Number two, I said to him, 
She is just using you now because she has nothing going on. But if somebody that got her moist came along, she would drop you like that, and she would sleep with him like that. Am I not? Am I correct? You are right. And so I have to ask you, what do you think of the whole Fifty Shades of Grey phenomenon? You know, I don't. I've never read the book. I guess it's basically from what I hear. And, and again, I'm not. Uh-huh. I'm not going to go out and buy the. Uh, from what female friends have told me, it's basically about a guy who is like a successful, controlling guy that wants to basically have his woman any day of night that he wants. Is that correct? Is that pretty much the premise? <laughs> no, it's the it, whole book is about seduction. Seduction. About he is an alpha male. Yes. And every time he shows up in the bedroom, he's got a different plan. So the book is not about S&M. The book is about seduction and, and being with a, a, a strong guy who's got a plan, who can take a woman, seduce a woman from the beginning, middle, and end. And every time he shows up, it's something different. It's, the whole book is about anticipation and seduction. She knows he's going to seduce her every time they go to bed, and it's, he's not going to repeat himself. That's what the book is about. Yes, and the key is is that you have to be the strong alpha male. You, have you can't to be. be the wussified. Women, and I, I have a lot of my female friends that say, you know, I just want a nice, sensitive guy, and I look at them and I say, BS, you want an alpha male that's going to run the show, that's going to call you and tell you, you be ready at 7 o'clock, and this is exactly. the type of dress, this is where we're going, and be oh. ready. That's exactly what they want. They don't want a guy just... Um, should I bring you flowers? What do you want to do tonight? That's not what they want. They want the alpha male with big, gigantic nads of steel. <laughs> the I, bigger, the better. And I, That's right. That's bigger, the, the better. better. Listen. But, you, my, my, and that's exactly what women want Valentine's Day. They want a guy with a plan. They don't want to know what the plan and, is. And here's the thing. So many men. The formula, oh, well, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait before I interrupt you. Okay. Many men okay. think you got to go out and spend huge amounts of no. money. And that is incorrect. And I will tell you this that I have plenty of friends of mine that say, oh, I got to go buy the roses. I got to take her to a $300 dinner. I got to do this, do that. And basically, most of these uh, uh, people that I know, they take these women out and it's, it's almost anticlimactic if you know what i mean so i think you don't have to spend money and that's why i wanted you on because you are the queen well, of getting big you bang for little bucks creative. you have to be creative can I tell you what the formula is, this please, is the formula. please tell me the special oh, okay. magical formula and please explain to your audience why my book 101 nights of great sex is not a book you read it's a book you do it is the an action plan stuck together that, right? I, i've got to tell you this real quickly laura before yeah. you give me the yeah. action plan so Last when when the I think your last book came out about a year or two ago, you sent me a whole bunch of copies. Come two okay. years. What was it? Two years. Yeah. Okay. Two years. And so I get this box, and I'm in the mail room, and I open it up, and there's like four copies. And so I look at this, and all of a sudden, the three ladies, a couple of the receptionists, and one of the other assistants says, "What is that book?" And I said, "Oh, it's a friend of mine, Laura Corn. She's a noted author. Hundred One Nights of Great Sex." They go, "Let me see that. I've heard about that." And do you know that? I had four copies. I had one. The other women said, I got to have this copy. And they started ripping the pages immediately to try to get something. And I said, listen, ladies, if you're going to rip the pages and, you, you know, you're going to go for an action plan. Why don't you start servicing me here? Let's start seeing some action. With I'm giving you the book. Let me get a little return on my investment. They loved it. They were going crazy. I mean, it was incredible. Thank you. Well, that's because the pages are stuck together. It's not a book you read. Ninety-five percent of men have never read a sex book in their life. Did you know that? They're not going to read a sex book, but what they will do is they'll read one page, and that's the design of my book. All of the pages are stuck together. There are 101 secret sealed envelopes. 
So it's kind of like the Academy Award of sex. Can I have the envelope, please? Yes. And there are 50 pages for his eyes only, 50 for her eyes only, and one for the end. So the concept is when you want to add anticipation and creativity to the bedroom, you rip out a sealed envelope, and each one of the nights has a name like the velvet tongue, up against the wall, number 25, she's out of control. And she sees you rip out a sealed envelope in a book. Guess what? Game on. I mean, we're talking about anticipation from the get-go. You're going to get some. She can't, she, it's a mystery. She's got to know what's inside the page. And so the 50 pages for His Eyes Only and 101 Nights of Great Sex are the 50 most popular, check it out, Cigar Dave, female fantasies. Almost half of these female fantasies are in the book Fifty Shades of Grey. So you, know, you don't have to guess anymore. You don't have to go, oh, I don't know how to bring Fifty Shades of Grey into to the bedroom. All you have to do is buy a 101 Nights of Great Sex. Anyway. Right. So if, 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 it's, if it's the top 50 female fantasies, what chapter am I? Oh, um, <laughs> uh, um, I think you're number one. Number I mean, one. I'm pre- you know what? I, you don't believe this, but when I read the book, I thought of you. I thought, here's another alpha guy. There's not a lot out there. No, there's I mean, not. I know you're schooling the lieutenant. I am but That's schooled. the truth. It is true because, and, and I, this really goes back. True. This goes back to the feminist movement forty years ago, forty forty five years ago, where they made men to feel guilty about being men, about being strong right. alphas. And I think as we saw more divorced families, where we saw females that were rearing the uh, children, especially boys, they didn't have that male influence, and they ended up taking on a lot of the female. Uh, characteristics such as being more in touch with their feminine side and being sensitive and basically losing any sense of, uh, of, of maledom. And that, I really believe that. And I cannot tell you that, and I think this is a fact, that in schools we see men now, or boys, graduating statistically less than, women, than, uh, than girls from, from uh, college, uh, less in secondary mm-hmm. degrees. We're seeing now women who are now making up the majority of the graduates at college, at uh, master's programs, at, uh, at law degrees, medical degrees. So this nonsense that there's a glass ceiling is all BS. Women can be CEOs, they can be doctors, they can be whatever they want, but it, it, it's to the feminist advantage to keep perpetuating that, that myth and that stereotype. And that's not the right. case. And a lot of women tell me, a lot of my female friends say, I am so sick and tired of dating men that are more like boys, that can't make a decision, that don't have any nads of steel, that don't have any backbone, that are just not stimulating. And a woman, if it goes back to the caveman days, a woman, like you say, wants to be grabbed, wants to be taken and thrown against that wall. There's something very, uh, it just goes back to, I think, our founding, you know, chemistry, our founding DNA. Right. But guys, you know, but, they, but, but men have problems with seduction. They don't really know what to do. They get bogged down in trying to create, you know, do creative things in the bedroom. They do. I mean, that's what women tell me, that, that, that he does the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, it's and missionary. So I mean, they're, they're not doing yeah. reverse cowgirl. They're not doing cowgirl. They're not doing uh, pile driver. I mean, exactly. They're not doing any of those creative things. That's why we have but you. But how do you get them to do something creative? They need to General. come to, they need to, come to Cigar, Cigar Dave, five-star remedial 
uh, ah. sexual stimulation maneuver training. Okay, then they will learn. You're exactly right. Nobody likes the same thing over and over. I'm always reminded, like when you'll see movies where you'll see like a stale marriage or relationship, and you see the woman just kind of lying there, almost like looking at her watch. The guy's ready to finish, and that's like the stereotypical boring relationship. And you're exactly right. right. People want to spice it up. You know what? Up. And here's the other thing. Valentine's Day. People do the same thing over and over and over right. again. Right. The Valentine's flowers, Day. the chocolates. So we are going to give our lieutenants some unique yes. ideas. Where well, again, I do have a few okay, ideas. Okay, well, hold on. Hold, the fo- hold okay. on. Hold on. Hold on. we got to take a time okay. out because I want to make oh. sure we have ample time. And if any okay. of our lieutenants want to call in or any females want to join in, 877-DAVE-007, 877 we're going to give away some books, yeah, and you are yeah. going to tell me about that velvet tongue when we continue with Laura Korn, the author of 101 Nights of Great Sex, 101nights.com, Big Bang for Little Bucks, Valentine's Day Maneuvers, as the final and concluding segment of this edition of The Cigar Dave Show is next. Don't get caught shorthanded without premium cigars. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club to get three cigars shipped directly to you each month to enjoy like a true alpha male. You walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper, the Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit royalgoldcigars.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. 
It's not for me to say You love me It's not for me to say You'll always care Now buying a Johnny Mathis CD or a couple of songs on iTunes Say you buy his album, 10 bucks you play that, guaranteed your dame will be very, very eager to go. Laura Korn, author of 101 Nights of Great Sex, 101nights.com, rejoins us as we talk Big Bang for Little Bucks, Valentine's Day hey, maneuvers here on the doing? Cigar you Dave Show. Yes. Can I, can I, okay, if a woman... If a woman's heart melts, her legs will follow. I was so going to ask you that. We're on the same page. I know. I have to say that yes. because you're an alpha male, but you know how to bring on the romance, too. And that's what women are looking for for Valentine's Day. They want a strong man, but they do need a, 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 they need the guy to show that they're also sentimental, that they're romantic. Would you agree? Uh, yes. If a woman's heart melts... Her, her legs, legs will follow. We're going to tweet that out, lieutenants. Remember and when, that. And when her leg and her legs melt, then get her up against the wall. Exactly. In pile driver, <laughs> cowgirl, reverse <laughs> cowgirl, even you missionary, are. if okay. you want. Exactly. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. And I'm going to tell you how. Here's the formula okay. for Valentine's Day. Go ahead. Anticipation plus creativity equals a great Valentine's Day. Make a plan. Don't tell her that you're what you're going to do. Tease her with it. And then what, whatever you do, this is the most important thing I'm going to say to, today. Whatever you do, whether you're going to go to a restaurant, where you're going to cook for her, whatever you're going to do, whatever you're going to buy her, ask yourself the following question. Is it creative? Women are looking for the effort behind the gesture. They're looking to see if the guy spent any time putting the, the date together. Bottom line, if it's not creative, then you better keep working at it. And creativity Women does are going not... to be disappointed if you're just going to pick her up, drive her to a restaurant that you've eaten at 20 times, and right. drive her home. And creativity does not equal going out and spending big bucks. You can do it. No. I just said, get a couple of C, uh, Johnny Mathis tunes on oh. your uh, iPod. Okay, put and that put on it there. In the car. Put that in and the then car. When you get drive her up ready. To a restaurant. Open up the trunk. Pull out a rose. Don't do a red rose, guys. Go. This is the hot new thing right now. Hot pink roses. Hot pink roses. It's very cool. If you're going to do jewelry. Get her an ankle bracelet. Get oh. her a belly chain. Yes. Get her something that's sexy. Get her a naughty gift. Just don't get her jewelry or flowers. Get her a sexual gift. Get her get a her set something. of handcuffs. Yes. Are you kidding? <laughs> no, really. Are yes. you serious? Fur handcuffs. I've it. seen those, the furry ones. Oh, my God. You could also buy a copy of Fifty Shades of Gray and wrap it up and, and watch her open it and go, I've read the book. Get Ooh. ready. My God, she'll be like, oh. She'll be ready to go. I'll get the Cliff Notes version. So anticipation, get the Cliff Notes version. If you can't read the whole book, just get a synopsis or go to Wikipedia and get the synopsis of it. So anticipation. Okay, I'm going to give you another really cool thing to do. Whatever gift you get her, get, yep. put it in a gift bag. Put the gift in a gift bag. And when you go to the restaurant, put the gift bag on the table, okay, uh, and just tease her with it. That's anticipation through the whole night. Don't let her open it up until the, until the end of the evening. She'll love it. 
Exactly. Oh my God, Let them so get them get, right. Get them anticipating. Get them wondering. But see, the key is the alpha male controls the entire situation. The, the alpha male is in control. I'm running the show. I'm the alpha male. I will tell you where to be, and you will smile and you will show up. That's how it's got to work. Now, tell me about the velvet tongue. The velvet tongue. Well, um, Heather Locklear, that's uh, seduction in the new edition. It is number two. And the velvet tongue is a seduction. Well, I think it's the best oral trick in the book. It will give a man the most intense, can I say, oral orgasm? Absolutely. Who am I to stand in the way of your First Amendment right? (laughs) I mean, mean, uh, your head's going to explode. Or my name's not Corn. And my name's Wh- Corn. Which head? Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's fair to say men have two heads, right? Uh, and you know, you know what happens which, after his head's going to explode? Which head do you follow? Well, I, the one on the on the top of my on the top of my body. But you know what happens after his head will explode? This is what's going to happen. <laughs> It's going to be like he just scored. I mean, totally. Got the big goal, baby. But wait, wait. There is one called Honey Lingus. Honey whoa, Lingus. Whoa, whoa. And it's a, say say and that it's one more time. Only. Honey Lingus? Honey Lingus is the first seduction in the book, and it's an envelope for his eyes only. And she will levitate off the bed. So his head's going to explode with number two. She's going to levitate on number one off the bed. Beautiful. Woo! I like that. Honey okay. Lingus. Honey Lingus. That is beautiful. <laughs> so the velvet tongue and the honey lingus. And now, yes. one of the things that uh, I know you always give like a little bit. So we have some of our alpha males that maybe you're alpha males in training that need a little bit of jostling, a little bit of assistance. So, But I want you oh. to give away an example for someone that says, I don't know what to do. Give our lieutenants a very quick example in 30 seconds of a creative date they could do. Oh, well, I think that they first, if, if they're going to send flowers, they should send flowers to the restaurant where they're going to go. Okay. So when they walk into the restaurant with her, the flowers are already on the table. That is a panty dropper. I- I'm telling you, amazing. Hide surprises. You have to get her a card, and you have to write something really, really, really from the heart on the card. Not just, I love you, honey. I'd say, how about, I'd like to bang you. Nothing says romance better than those words. Laura Korn, we always enjoy having her on our Valentine's Day edition of the Cigar Dave Show. Lieutenants, may your humidor always be full. May your cutter always be sharp. May your ash be extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio, always pleasure. Happy Valentine's Day to all, especially to Cigar Mother, Cigar Sister, and all of my harems.